Inside Gaming is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Don't let hackers steal your financial details. Secure your data today at expressvpn.com inside. Hey everybody and welcome back to Inside Gaming Daily for Thursday. Let's talk once again about the next generation of consoles. The Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 are getting closer and closer. Oh God. And everyone's starting to put their cards on the table. Yeah, we've seen a lot about the Xbox Series X and just a few weeks ago, we finally got our first look at the PS5 console along with some sweet Sweet, mm, sweet exclusives. Well, Sony impressed a lot of people with the event, but Xbox boss Phil Spencer, I swear to God that is the most commonly used phrase on this show, also watched the event and said he feels better than ever about his console's chances. He made some intriguing comments that highlighted the advantages Xbox Series X is planning to bring over the PS5, and we'll get into those right now. Right now? Oh God. Spencer spoke at yesterday's Game Lab live conference, and that's where he was asked about the PS5 reveal, and Phil proceeded to damn Sony with faint praise saying that, I watched the show. I thought they did a good job. He even passed his congratulations along to Sony Interactive Entertainment President Jim Ryan. Yeah, I bet it said something like, hey, the cute little dog and pony show is very cute. That's 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 what I'm thinking of probably, that's how the conversation went, but uh, Sony had a much better show, so. Yeah, also, like, they did. chill, Phil. Yeah, well, previously Sony had kept the actual look of the PS5 pretty secret, and Spencer said that, as a competitor, it's great to have them out there now, so we kind of know what the program is, we see the device, we see the games. Now they just need to know the PS5's price so they can undercut them. Then Phil got a little more <laughs> candid, saying, Just being honest, I felt good after seeing their show. I think the hardware advantages that we've built are going to show up, as we're talking more about our games and frame rates and other things. Ooh, it's on now. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for the, the, the like, like PS4 Xbox Price is Right moment where they're they're just showcase showdowning each other just like 499 498 Ah, oh, I'm so sick of console wars. Anyway, the hardware debates back. Console wars are good to go. Uh Phil was projecting some quiet confidence here. In regards to Sony, he said, "I thought they do what they do very well and they did that." But when I think about the position that we're in with the games that we're going to be able to show and how they're going to show up and the hardware advantages that we have, I think we're in a very good position. Now, reading between the lines a bit, he seems to be acknowledging that Sony is going to keep rolling out exclusives just like they did this generation as a way to lure people to the PS5, but we've heard from others too that the Xbox Series X will have a bit of an edge when it comes to horsepower. Thomas Mahler, the game director at Moon Studios, recently weighed in on the next gen, posting on Reset Era that he thinks that Xbox Series X games render at 4K more regularly and or at better frame rates, and on PS5, games will load faster. Uh, and that's probably the hardware advantage that good old Phil is alluding to. Also, that's definitely just for the launch consoles, and in a year or two, we'll get like some insane PS5 also. Yeah, but then again, he could also be talking about their cloud gaming service, Project X Cloud. Microsoft has been investing billions in the underlying technology behind it, and Sony has even partnered with them for their own future cloud initiatives. So I don't know, maybe, maybe Phil's talking about that too. He also gave some more details about their plans for Project X Cloud, saying that hundreds of thousands of people took part in the beta, and he said he ultimately wants to bring the service to Game Pass. Phil said that it's a natural fit for Game Pass and that they'll announce more soon. And he he said it with a twinkle in his eye. Then he laid his finger aside his round red nose. But he also said that they're not planning for cloud gaming to replace consoles saying, whoa, chill. He said, we're building this hardware to enable you to go play the games that you want to play, but it's not a replacement to where you play them today. Well, speaking of upcoming announcements, Microsoft's next big Xbox Series X event is coming next month. Uh, that's when we think we'll see some exclusives, most notably Halo Infinite. Uh, Spencer also said that he thinks people are really going to be pleased 
with the show. You can yeah. take him to the bank on that. That's a direct quote. As, as opposed to their rollout of third-party games in May, which uh, left everyone with a pretty decidedly meh feeling. A lot of the games looked cool. None of them were screamed, I have to get a Series X for this. Exactly. For like a, the first big games reveal for an upcoming console, it was very like... We've been at HD 60 frames for like a while now and it works really, really well and it looks great. I'm pretty okay staying there for a while if I can seamlessly load into something. That's the thing that worries me about PS5 is like if you'd think that we'd be beyond a choice of 30 frames versus 60 frames at this point, but like I'm wondering if the PS5 will be at any point giving up like that 60 frames benchmark to then just have a faster loading time. So if that's the case, then the Xbox does have a hardware advantage for like the layman gamer, you know? Uh, but people are definitely stoked stoked about halo infinite developer 343 industries dropped a teaser for the game yesterday featuring a message from the banished and it quickly set the internet on fire i didn't even know about that i didn't see that also what's the banished we are the banished like, ah, that's the banished. <laughs> Anyways, Halo has been a signature franchise for Xbox since the very beginning. And it's clear that people want another proper Halo game. And on the subject of exclusives, Spencer said he feels really good about the roster of studios that Microsoft has accumulated over the years. He said, I'm just really proud of the diversity that I'm seeing from the Xbox Game Studios organization. And I think that's going to continue and it's going to be a mainstay for us. That it's not going to be a certain kind of genre or a certain kind of story. That the teams are really led by their own vision of what they want to build. Flowery prose right there. I'm, it's a, paints a beautiful picture of the Yeah, he's a game. poet. He's only used the word really six times. Of course, yeah. he was asked about what specific first-party games he's stoked about, and he mentioned two. Gears Tactics on the Xbox Series X and Microsoft Flight Simulator, which he said will be jaw-dropping on the new console. It looks very good. I'm sure it does, but those are not system sellers. Gears mm. Tactics is already out. Yeah, but being able to being able to control the ailerons uh -huh. of a of a certain piece of equipment sure uh, it's such Sure. Def crisp definition. I mean, have you ever, ever been able to do that before? Well, I fly commercial airliners in my spare time, so I don't really oh, what need... What equipment are you on? Uh, Guys, nobody wants to hear this. Boeing. <laughs> More of a Lockheed Martin man myself, but I feel like... Yeah. <laughs> But it was also clear that there are a lot of games he can't talk about yet. Gotta wait until July. Spencer was also asked about how the Xbox Series X will be a step up from the current gen, and he specifically pointed to shorter load times and better frame rates, basically saying that they'll be more immersive. That's every yeah, console generation, right? Yeah, this will be like, right? this will be really immersive. And the Vistas will be incredible. Well, Microsoft and Vistas don't really get along. Connor, nobody wants to hear this. He said, we're able to get to almost lifelike graphics today, even on current gen in certain instances, but when you take that and mix it with a very high frame rate, solid frame rate, very little latency and input, and the ability for game storytellers to really push the emotion and the story they're trying to get it through their game. That's something I'm feeling in games now that is a dramatic step up. They're just turning the emotion dial up on the developer software. Yeah, what does that mean? Do we want more story? Well, I don't know if this is gonna be able to handle it. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have every 35 year old tweeting five tweets a day about how they cried during Ocarina of Time. Seems like we've had well, emotion in games like for a while. One more thing regarding the next gen X, Xbox, there have been rumors for a while now of a cheaper disc-less version of the Xbox Series X, codenamed Lockhart, and we've got more proof that it's probably a real thing. Yeah, researchers have found more references to Lockhart, both in a recent development kit and in the operating system of the Xbox Series X, so we might hear more about that too. It seems like a pretty safe bet Microsoft has already experienced
experiment with a discless Xbox One, and Sony has announced a digital-only version of the PS5, which we presume will be cheaper. So that's all the news we've got about the Xbox Series X, but while we're on the topic of next-gen consoles, we've got one more bit of news to report on. Former PlayStation executive Sean Layden was also at Game Lab Live this week, and he gave his thoughts about the future of games in the upcoming generation. I love this part. My man gets out of games and immediately gives his honest opinion. Like others have observed, Layden said that the current AAA development model is unsustainable, saying that games have gotten too big and too expensive to make. As an example, he pointed to The Last of Us 2. Layden oversaw the game and said it took twice the development time of the first one. He also said that games are more expensive than ever to make. For the current generation, he said that most AAA games now cost between 80 and 150 million dollars to develop. There's a theory that development costs double every generation, but Layden said that that's no longer possible. I mean, that makes sense. The amount of detail now, <laughs> it is not a one-man operation anymore. I'm not surprised that, I mean, like, that makes, to me, that makes sense that development costs would increase as the scope of games increase. Things are so highly specialized now too, and each one is its own career path, so you have to pay those people accordingly, or you're supposed to. I don't know if they do always, but yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. He said, I think the industry as a whole needs to sit back and go, all right, what are we building? What's the audience expectation? What is the best way to get our story across and say what we need to say? He also said that games need to get shorter in length, noting that it's hard for every adventure game to shoot for the 50 to 60 hour gameplay milestone because that's gonna be so much more expensive to achieve. Personally, Layden said he'd like to see the return of the 12 to 15 hour game. Personally, I'd like to see the return of the 12 to 15 hour movie. What, okay, like, yeah. what, what's your <laughs> reference there? Oh, you know, like like watching Dinotopia four times. I watched all of Lord of the Rings in one sitting once and it was like 12 hours. So there you go, a little Xbox Series X news and a warning that the entire industry is unsustainable. So have a great Thursday, everybody. Cool, perfect. I mean, this guy probably knows what he's talking about, but. I do like it when corporate guys get out and then they're like, Here's what I think. Like they caught up with him at the end of a bar nursing a deep scotch. I used to be someone, you know? The Kinect version of me with my Kinect avatar was never looked better. Last call, Sean. Just give me the bottle.